0: Every person experiences life differently. Every life is also unique, and it deserves protecting from today's risks that can affect any one of us at any time. The reality is that risk is all around us, and its nature is ever-changing. While we cannot predict these risks, we can protect against them, which is exactly what Discovery Life does. Join me, your host, Maya Fisher-French, as I discuss various risk factors that affect individuals, and by extension, their loved ones with key experts at Discovery Life. Together in this podcast series, Seeing Life Behind the Numbers, which is brought to you by Discovery, we unpack the value of risk protection products as part of your overall financial portfolio. We'll be taking a closer look at the kinds of risks we're all up against through facts and figures to understand how we can all best protect ourselves and our loved ones, both today and well into the future. Did you know that local treatment for cancer can cost you anywhere between 10,000 to a million rand per patient per year? It's an amount of money that's difficult to visualize when you're not Rockefeller or Richard Branson. Cancer can also strike any person of any age. No one is entirely exempt from developing this highly prevalent severe illness. Alongside me to chat about the prevalence and severity of cancer, as well as the importance of screening for early detection, is Discovery Life Head of Market Analytics and R&D, Kashmira Kanji, and Chief Medical Officer, Dr. Marita van der
1: Vault.
2: Yeah, I think that's so well put, Maya. It's something we've been watching closely for years now. Cancer has been something that has always been on the rise, and we all talk about it, not in the sense that, oh, one day I could get cancer. That's the biggest issue, is we don't think of it that way. Uh, we think about it as, I know so-and-so who has cancer, or I've heard of someone who's just been diagnosed with a cancer event. And we seldom bring it home and think about it in the context of our own lives and what it could mean if one of us in the family were diagnosed with a cancerous event. And, you know, we've seen quite a significant number of cancer events on the life side, and it grows year on year. And one of the statistics that stands out for me is a few years back, my pre-COVID, Someone said to me that the number of new diagnoses of cancer events of people on a discovery health medical scheme, new diagnoses in a given year could fill Wondrous Stadium. So not people who are, you know, carrying over treatment to the next year or anything like that. Brand new diagnoses in a year could fill Wondrous Stadium. And that is a frightening, frightening statistic and brings it very close to home. Cancer on our side, um, for the first time in many years, in fact, it's always been the number one cause of severe illness for women. But for the first time, it is now the number one cause of severe illness in men through our claims. And that, I think, if you tie that up with the wondrous statistic, it just shows you how prevalent it is becoming.
0: That's actually quite, uh, quite shocking, actually. That image of the wanderers. And and one of the things I also noticed in the claims is that 49% of claims were for people aged 50 or younger. And maybe, Dr. Marita, you want to come in here and, and, you know, let's have a look at these statistics in terms of gender and age. and If those are shifting, I know certainly men and women have very, very different uh, risk factors.
1: If we look at the male population, the number one cancer claim is, of course, prostate cancer. In females, it's breast cancer. And then there are other cancers like colorectal cancer that are high up for both genders. So that's the first point. Also, young males, there's a high incidence of testicular cancer in younger males. And age is not the only factor. In fact, one of our claimants was only 20 years old when this client died. So the fact that you're young and healthy does not mean that you're exempted. As we grow older, unfortunately, the incidence of cancer does rise. So after the age of 40, breast cancer incidence is rising, 50, 60. Generally, it can strike anyone at any age.
0: And I was also looking at the statistics and, you know, I saw you, you spoke about obviously cancer becomes more prevalent as, as you age. And I, I saw that a little bit of the male statistics, especially around prostate cancer, it definitely becomes more prevalent um, with age. But I was quite interested to see that women's breast cancer is quite prevalent from 30 onwards. It's, it, it hits women much younger. And I thought it would be interesting to maybe, Take somebody, a woman of 45 years old, statistically, what is her biggest risk in terms of her health? What is the major life event or health event that she's most likely going
1: to experience? My statistically, it is probably breast cancer because breast cancer population average is one out of eight women will be diagnosed with breast cancer in her lifetime. That is quite a high statistic. And that is the general average population risk. So when you have other factors, for example, a family history of early breast cancer or a genetic predisposition, we've all um, heard about BRCA gene, BRCA1 and BRCA2, where these women have a very, very high risk of being diagnosed with breast cancer at earlier stages. And unfortunately and sadly, these cancers are then very aggressive. So when you talk about screening and taking care of yourself, you must first decide or go to your doctor and see, are you at the average population risk? Or are there other factors, for example, a family history or previous breast lesions or even a previous cancer? that you need specialized screening for.
0: I'm going to ask you a little bit on a screening question here. This is a very interesting one. If if you have no breast cancer in your family, there's no cancer in your family, how frequently should you be going for a mammogram, for example?
1: The guidelines, and we look at worldwide guidelines, oncology, societies, colleges, and so on, it's every two years. That is the standard. And you start screening after the age of 40. But again, please discuss with your doctor, because if there are other risk factors that we are not addressing now, you might need special screening, not just mammogram screening, earlier screening. MRI screening and that is very specialized. So you have on the one hand, the population screening every second year. And on the other hand, you have a special higher risk group that needs special screening.
0: And of course, you know, prevention is always better than cure. What screenings and um, Kashmir, you can also jump in here if you want, but what screenings should we be all as a population, just a normal population be doing on a regular basis? Like every year, what screenings should we have? And then, you know, at certain ages, what, you know, what should I as a 50-year-old woman be doing? You know, how does one look at all of these in terms of those preventative screenings?
2: I think screening is so broad, Maya. And uh, on the topic of cancer, Dr. Marita has just elaborated on how, you know, mammograms are important. Um, There's a whole range. Your colonoscopies are important, given that colorectal cancer is right up there in terms of the number of common cancers. But outside of cancer screening, there are also other concerns. I mean, women are also, you know, at risk of having a heart attack, as an example. So your focus shouldn't just be on the fear of getting cancer, but rather on proactively managing your health. And that comes in the form of proactively screening and then also proactively, you know, taking the measures to improve your risks. From a screening perspective, to answer your question, there are things like monitoring your BMI, something I hate doing. Um it fluctuates year on year, so it's not a nice thing to keep checking. Um but, okay, but just just to pause there for people who don't know um and you know, the CMI is your body mass index. That's your correct. your weight, I suppose. Correct, yeah. correct. You know the size of your waistline, all those uncomfortable things. But important to keep track of them. And then you've got your blood pressure, which is something most people are actually tracking very regularly. And all of this is done through Vitality. So if you're part of the Vitality program, you will have access to regular screening through a benefit. Um, and so you've got um, monitoring blood pressure. You've got monitoring glucose levels because we're becoming an increasingly diabetic world. So that too is important. And then you've got things like checking your teeth. As, as unimportant as that may sound, that too is screening. You know, dental health is important. Screening your eyes, that too is important. And so screening ranges from head to toe. Everything in your body where you might think you have a higher risk or where you think it needs that little bit of management. I think it's important for people to be regularly in touch with what's happening in their bodies.
0: And Dr. Marita, have, have there been studies really to show how effective these preventative screenings are? Uh, you know, if you take a sample of people who don't do them versus who do do them, you know, what is it? What is the benefit to, to a person to go out? It's time. It's, it's sometimes, it's often money. It's, it's, it's a hassle factor having somebody taking away some. <laughs> <This> is embarrassing. <laughs> how, how big a deal is it in terms of maintaining your health?
1: Maya, if, Cancer is diagnosed in the early stages before it has spread outside of, for example, the breast or outside of the colon, that it is contained in the organ and hasn't gone to the lymph glands and it hasn't metastasized in distant locations, your outcome is so much better. It can be treated, you can go in remission, and you can live a healthy life after that. On the other hand, later diagnosed cancers, stage three and stage four, that becomes very difficult to treat. You might need surgery, you might need chemotherapy, you might need radiotherapy. Not that you might not need it in the early stages, depending on what type of cancer it is, but the outcome, the prognosis, the survival is just so much better if you catch it early. And that has been proven. And that's why these guidelines are there. The guidelines for screening is there where, and it's actually a science on its own, where the incidence rates are high enough to justify, as you said, the cost and the inconvenience, and sometimes it's invasive, like uh, colonoscopies and those kind of things. It must be there must be good treatment for that, and with cancer we do have very good treatment. Uh, We see that in the survival rates where the incidence of new cancers are high, but our survival rates are better. So that means if you pick it up early and you treat it, your survival is so much better. And then, of course, cost-benefit, not that you can put a price on somebody's life, but it must also be cost-effective. And then how many people do you have to screen to save one life? So if that is all pointing to yes, it's worthwhile screening for breast cancer, screening for colorectal cancer, then those guidelines are internationally recognized. And it's so it's not just screening just broad-based screening. There's there's a lot of science and evidence-based medicine behind screening.
0: And well, you'll be glad to know I've had a lot of screening done. I turned 50 and my doctor sent me all the screenings. And wonderfully, nothing. I've, I'm absolutely clear of everything. I'm in great health. But obviously, you know, for some people, that isn't the result they get. And it's quite clear. We've had this discussion. Cancer is on its, is increasing. The sooner you get help, the better. How does Discovery Life provide for cancer cover? This is obviously something very important and a growing need. And, and I think Kashmir, you said right at the beginning, it's no longer, you know, oh, statistically, maybe whatever. It's actually, I know people who have cancer. I know people who've died from cancer. How does Discovery Life, you know, give you the tools, the financial tools to, to get through this?
2: I think life insurance in general, and I don't want to paint it as Discovery Life is the only one doing this. I think life insurance in general is important to protect yourself from these events financially. So there's the one instance where you're protecting you know, yourself through proactive screening and improving the prognosis and that thereby improves your health and your longevity. But outside of that, you need to consider protecting yourself and your family financially. And that is something we take or it's very close to our hearts as a life business is ensuring that given all the statistics around the increases in cancer events and the increases in people with uncontrolled blood pressure, as an example, people are covered for these events should it lead to a dire health circumstance or outcome. Cancer being, you know, as we've discussed, the most prominent from a severe illness perspective and what people should look for in their life cover is are you covered in the event that you have been diligently, proactively screening and you've picked up your cancer at an early stage? So do you have cover for those early stage diagnoses? In the event that it isn't early stage, uh, what breadth of cover do you have available to you? So that's your second question. And, And how does it cover me? So something of huge importance to us is understanding that it is not just the cost of the treatment that needs to be taken into account. It is the cost of an entire lifestyle shift that needs to be counted for. So possibly having a carer at the later stages of cancer diagnoses or or anything else really. Um, The possibility of losing your income because you can no longer work as you go through the treatment and get yourself on the mend. Um, there are all these additional aspects that people sometimes forget about in planning for their finances. And something that we do, or I think we do incredibly well um, through the Discovery Life product is ensuring that what you receive from your life assurance payout through our lifetime benefits then assists you in combating all those various financial risks that you then face when you're diagnosed. And then Maya, the third thing that a lot of people sometimes, well, I suppose you don't want to think about it. You're getting through your first event of cancer, but then there is the possibility of getting cancer again. And that is something that's not often covered for through an insurance product. Our life insurance product covers people for this through the cancer relapse benefit. So that if you have gone through a cancer event. And you find yourself in a situation where, you know, you're going through this all over again, then financially you are protected for. So that is the, the third piece that's equally important when considering cancer and the type of life insurance products that are available to you.
0: And Kashmir, I want to pick up on that actually because this is also the importance of having cover before you become ill when you're younger. Because I think if you get, if you have cancer, you then that you're still going to be covered if it reoccurs. You're not going to suddenly have this massive increase in your cover because you've now had cancer because you were already on the life product. And I think that's very important to understand. And I think people only really understand this when something happens to
2: them, the importance of taking out cover when you are still healthy. Mm, That's such a good point. As Dr. Marita always tells, I mean, this is the first lesson she's probably taught me is that if you've had a health event, it is very unlikely, a serious health event like cancer, it is very unlikely that you're going to get full cover for a cancer event related to that one going forward. So it's not even then about the cost of it. It doesn't matter how much you're able to pay for it. It sometimes just isn't possible for you to get that cover out in the market. So ensuring that you are covered from the outset when you're young and when you're healthy is absolutely important.
1: And if I may add there, it's so important that your cancer payment is not a once-off payment, that you still have cover for future events. We're seeing it in our claims uh, statistics now that very often people have one primary cancer, for example, breast cancer, and then later get another non-related cancer, for example, a malignant melanoma of the skin. We see more and more of these second primary cancers. But having said that, your risk of having a relapse of the first cancer is even higher than having a second primary. And some cancers are notorious for doing exactly that. The cancer mutates. We know the word now after COVID. The cancer cells mutate and come back. And that is where you need then second-line cancer treatment. And that's so important to make sure that it's not just a once-off cancer treatment and then that benefit is depleted.
0: Absolutely. And I want to thank you both. I think you've really unpacked um, the importance of screening, um, making sure that you catch it as early as possible. And then, and secondly, making sure you have cover that you're able to, because I just can't think of anything worse than getting a diagnosis like that and then having to worry about how you're going to fund these lifestyle changes and all the medical costs and all the rest of it that, that go with it. So really, really important. And thank you to both of you. And Dr. Marita, you did mention COVID. I know you and I are going to be talking about that topic in our next podcast. So looking forward to that. Me too. Thank you. Maya. Thank you, Maya. Thank you for listening to this episode of Seeing Life Behind the Numbers, brought to you by Discovery. Tune in to our other podcast discussions around Discovery Life's 2021 claims experience to learn more about using risk protection to cover all our risks. You can also subscribe to the Discovery podcast channel, Discovery South Africa, on your favorite podcast app or visit discovery.co.za to listen to all our shows.